T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is Fitzied and Kyrie. On WEEI. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. We, we, we won there before, so uh, we can do it. It's a good team. Uh, we, we know them inside and out, and they know us inside and out. We just got to come and be focused and uh, execute. Joy Green. Matthew Judon talking... Week 18, Patriots at Bills. We still do not know what time the game is scheduled for. Could be 1 o'clock. Could be a 4 o'clock tilt, which is where Kyrie and I are probably putting our money. There is a slight chance that maybe it's the 8 o'clock game. Slight chance, although uh, producer Joe Braverman was saying, Joe, which which game did you say we should probably put our money on being the 8 o'clock game? Probably the Lions at the Packers. Also a playoff game, basically, if you will. Uh, looks like the winner they, of that game, run. it's win and get in, right? I think Seattle I think so. has some kind of wrinkle in there because uh, I think that Seattle beat Detroit, so I think they have something in there. So right. Seattle wins. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Seattle in, wins. God, that, w- that was a – there were like 80 points scored in that game. Like 90 points scored. Wild, it was like yeah. basically TCU-Michigan. It was the TCU-Michigan of pro football this season. It was a wild game. Okay, I can see that. So if Seattle wins – God, I love I – lo- this is this is my favorite different silly season iteration in the NFL when you go over all the different variables, matchups, permutations, etc. Yeah, so Seattle wins. Yeah. And then Detroit wins, then Seattle goes in as the 7 seed. Seattle yeah. wins, Green Bay wins, Green Bay goes in. Seattle loses, that basically makes Detroit Green Bay a chance to play in for the 7 seed, which is wild to think that the Hard Knocks team has a chance the kneecap braiders, bro. Yeah, the one ass cheek drag you out in the waters. They have a chance to go. <laughs> that to, that team could probably that go team to could probably go to the playoffs. And Green Bay, uh, maybe no hotter team in the NFL right now. And I, I personally, I'd love to see Green Bay get in because the way Rodgers has been balling out, I, I think they would be awesome. But we have we have more uh, AFC, more American Football Conference, AFC East matters to contend with and deal with Kyrie in the form of the New England Patriots and their Week 18 play-in game against Buffalo. Uh, we know the variables that would factor into that equation as well. I'm still just curious. been asking this question for several days now, and I think just based on what I've read, my timeline at least, I'm not sure about yours, and what I've heard from Pats fans, and we'll check in with those that are on the line right now in just a minute, I think it's 50-50 in terms of maybe even 60-40 Pats fans that don't want the team to make the playoffs. I can understand why, but just because I understand doesn't mean I agree with you. 
Well, yeah, because, look, as a fan, who doesn't want to see their team win and get in the playoffs, even if you know it's maybe not the actual best thing for the team? Because, look, at well, okay, here's the thing. Now it's starting to get to that 50-50 part where you, you're now 8-8, eight and eight, so you're not going to get into the top 10 of the draft. The best you're going to be able to do is, like, you know, I don't know, the 15-ish range, like the mid, the mid-teens. The Alabama quarterback slot. Yeah, yes, exactly. Somewhere in that range. So, look, you're not going to necessarily, you know, get a chance at a blue chip prospect in the top 10 that's going to change the fortune of your franchise. Maybe not. You I mean, at that range, good players are available, but they're probably not going to be I mean, they're not going to be the quarterbacks, right? You're not going to have a shot at like a Bryce Young or a CJ Stroud or, you know, Will Anderson, any of those guys. That's not happening. So it, at that you point, you don't need another quarterback. I mean, come on, really? They wouldn't go quarterback in the first you round. You wouldn't would they? think. You wouldn't think so. And I mean, I wouldn't personally, unless you really believe that. Oh my God! Like Bryce Young is the best thing I've ever seen, and and maybe we really have to think about it. Um, but look, here's what I would say. At this point, it's starting to get to a point where, yeah, okay, draft positioning, but draft position isn't really going to do that much for you at this point. So if they make the playoffs now. It's not some travesty where you did something so horrible that, like, you know, now now we're further away from a Super Bowl because we can't pick 14th or something like right. that. So I think it's more of a toss-up at this point in terms of what's better for the, for the team, given that. So if they back into the playoffs, you get a chance to get Mac Jones or, you know, whatever, some playoff experience. I know I talked to Wiggy yesterday about this on the pregame show. He was like, look, is it really good experience for you to show up and get whacked in the first round multiple years in a row? It's not necessarily very powerful playoff experience. But isn't it but, better to just have it? But like, it's to, there. To, it yeah, exists. Like, you may not necessarily get whacked because last year, I'm sure, they have more talent on offense. I get it. But, like, probably going to saw get Cincinnati making a run like they, they, like, like they did last year where they squeaked by the Raiders and then beat the Titans and then beat the – like, Crazy things happen in the playoff. No one saw the beast quake happening when the know. seven and nine See, that, Seahawks that's won twelve years ago. See, because because beat the, a heavily favored Saints team in Seattle. Because the Bengals, I don't know about that. The Bengals, I thought they had a shot. I I I didn't think they were going to make the Super Bowl. Right, but no, I I believed in them because they have just crazy skill players. But no, that the the beast quake one. That is a perfect example because, and that was one of the reasons that people were really upset about bad division winners, like the fact that you could have the Jaguars hosting a playoff game and mm-hmm. then the Saints who were better, right? They had a better record, but yep. they didn't win their division. They had to go down to Seattle and play that 7-9 and nine team, and then Marshawn Lynch creates an actual earthquake, actual seismic activity because he was awesome. So... Who knows? Maybe what if that was a scenario that actually And Ramondre gives us a beast quake 2.0? Well, oh, well that well, me? I don't know, that's going to happen on the road, right? But I'm talking Probably about not. I'm talking about the Jaguars, right? You know, oh yeah, like maybe a, the like ja- eight, They could be team. this year's Bengals. They could easily be this year's Bengals. They got but, the quarterback for it. Uh and they have the running back for it as well. And mm-hmm. they seemingly have the play caller for it now. I'm just curious though, uh as far as Patriots fans go, with this, I would rather the team not make the playoffs. I'm just curious, and we'll hear from some in just a second here. Is it, you know, apathy towards the team because it's been such a lackluster season? Is it they really want the draft pick? And could it even be something as simple as I don't want to? I don't want to like get my hopes up for nothing, like you mentioned That's earlier. That's what I feel like. It's a lot. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to plan and prep. I don't want to. I don't want to have to go to Shaw's and get all my stuff: the shrimp cocktail, nacho fixins, buffalo chicken dip. Make it only to have the Patriots down seventeen nothing. 
before I even serve my apps. I think that's really it because, in a way, I feel like we saw this movie last year, and I think people don't want to see it again. You, I mean, and, and you've got people right now. I asked even for in, a refund. I even, couldn't get a refund. Yeah, no, even in the middle of the season, they're just like, dude, this is exactly how it was turning out last year. Yeah, it is. Back your way in or you got to limp your way in at the end, and yeah, you, you know what's waiting for you at the end of the road, and you know you can't stop it. To the phones we go, 617-779-7937. All the way down to my neck of the woods, nape of the woods, neck of the way. Uh, what brings you here? Giuseppe is in Randolph, wants to talk Mac Jones and the Pats. Hi, Giuseppe. Welcome to the show. Heidi, how are you doing, boys? Enjoying your show, Fitzy and Kyrie. Huh? Thank you very much. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yeah, well, let me wish you a happy new year. And to you as well, sir. Thank you. Um, I usually call Mud at night, and I usually defend Coach Belichamp and Mac. And essentially, I want to defend Mac and let everybody know I'm sick of everybody trashing Mac for the losses. I think if you put him on the 49ers or the Buccaneers, then you can have a chance to grade him. There's no coaches, there's no receivers, and really no offensive line. And I think Mac has been sacked more times in the two years he's been here than Brady has been sacked in the 20 years he was a Patriot. And finally, in defending Coach Belichamp, I don't think you go from genius for 20-odd years to senility in just one year. What do you guys think? Uh, Giuseppe, I do not believe that you go, as you described Coach Belichamp, from genius for 20-some-odd years to has been washout and you know forgotten legend in just one year's time. I do think, however, there has been a weird evolution in the coaching process while there's been a talent drain, as we've described it on the sidelines, a talent drain mm-hmm. in the boxes and booths where the games are watched from high atop Gillette Stadium and a, uh, a loss of coaches that Bill, who's notorious for sticking within his system, has not gone outside of it. Yep. And he's thinned the ranks, and that's become the – Belichick hasn't forgotten how to play football – excuse me, coach football. The ranks have been thinned, and the support is slight. Sure, and, and part of that can be answered in that Coach Belichick, for the last 20-odd years, has been drafting in the bottom tier. I mean, he never gets a bite at the good – you know, really good players. Oh, a bite at the apple up top. Yeah. Thank you for the call, Giuseppe. I appreciate you tuning in. Uh, I'm, I'll just, I think we'll just sort of say this. Like, you can find uh, great players in several early and opening rounds. Brock Purdy is currently yeah. quarterbacking the hottest team in the NFL, and he was literally the last pick in the NFL draft. Um, and I mean, look at all the receivers that people yeah. are like, oh, yeah, why didn't you draft this guy? Why didn't you get this? And it's a lot of second round picks. Yeah, I'm very okay. happy Matt Grow has been added to the drafting process and talent evaluation process as well. Uh, more of your calls when we come back in just a second. 617-779-7937. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, 
better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Tom Brady, uh, the 80 for Brady film, he's got Gronk in there, he's got Edelman, he's got Amendola. Mm-hmm. Did he ask you to be in it? Uh, yeah, I'll just I'll leave that to Tom. I'm not going to get involved in any anything that he does. Uh, I think that's whatever comments there are to be made. They should be made by by him, not by somebody else. Okay. But thanks for asking. <laughs> I could see <laughs> De Niro playing. Oh, Bill. No, 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 good... Bill would play himself. All oh, those guys, okay. Yeah. I mean, I feel I I I, I feel like that. Right. I feel like you should be in the film, Bill. I'm just that's just me, my own personal opinion. <laughs> Wait for it. Wait for it. All right, um, <laughs> Bill, thanks, and we'll talk to you next week. <laughs> ah, setting perhaps a new all-time mark. Yeah, yes, that's it. For awkward Dead silence, silence in a Bill Belichick interview. We're just on, not coming back. Oh, my God. That was, I was at the gym earlier this morning, and I listened to it. As you can listen to any sort of replay of an interview, if you missed the Mac Jones interview from earlier, Bill Belichick, which had... Some quality answers about the upcoming opponent, the end of the season, and, of course, long, awkward silences about blank checks, Tom Brady movies, and more. You can, of course, subscribe to the podcast. What was the previous record? Was it like nine seconds? I think it was like 11 or 12. You can subscribe to the podcast uh, at WEI.com. Of course, Spotify, Apple Pods, or wherever you get your podcasts. And, of course, use the Rewind feature on the Odyssey app. Yeah, years ago, I think the longest one. Courtney's had a few eight, nine, ten-seconders. Curtis as well. Uh, I believe the record is twelve seconds. Uh, I think that's I think a that's was, a to-, yeah. to me though that's a top tenner. Like he wanted yes. to offer absolutely nothing. He did not want any of what I believe to be an innocuous question. I mean, it ne- doesn't necessarily need to be asked now, but you know, <laughs> they're just going for something a little grab ass at the tail end of the interview, and you know, I'll leave that to Tom. Okay, but Bill, you could. You can answer. I think he can answer the question. Like, did they ask you to be in the movie? No. Who's playing you, Brian Cranston? Uh, who you know? Who's playing you? Um, you know, uh, what's his name from the Shield? Michael Chiklis. Like, mm. you know, uh, or did they just like rule I'm, out the coach? Did they use the same sort of CGI they used to like? No, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Leia said, in Rogue One. I yeah. Don't know. No, I'm. I'm sorry. You mentioned Brian Cranston. That's it. That's the only. That's the only guy I will now accept. He has. He has to do it. Oh, Chiklis would be great too. He he's, a, would. he's a Boston guy. And he's probably around yeah, the same. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good body, good body type. I, I think. I think the the thing for me is I can already hear Cranston's deadpan. My own personal opinion. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, oh God, that was spectacular. By the way, a little programming update here on a Patriots Monday on Weei. We were joined by. Uh, Mac Chicl- Jones Chicklis would be good. Yeah, Michael Chicklis would be good. I think that's a pretty solid call. We're joined by Mac Jones at 2.30 on today's program. We'll share some tidbits of that interview later on. But, of course, you can get the highlights at WEI.com, Odyssey app or the podcast feeds. 4 o'clock today, 
Patriots special teamer Matthew Slater will be calling in to join the program. So we're very excited to hear from Matthew as well. Kyrie, before we get the discussion going back towards playoff teams, Patriots chances, do you want him in and maybe a little 80 for Brady? Rick is up in Maine and he'd like to talk to us about the Patriots playoff chances. Hi, Rick. How are you? Hello. Happy New Year, fellas. You too, my man. Let me... uh... First, say that um, any team that doesn't make the playoffs are losers, and any fan that doesn't want the Patriots to make the playoffs are losers as well. Because the reason we're fans is to watch the game, and when the season's over, we pine for football to come back. And I will take one more game for sure, no doubt. Um, what I would say to be Buffalo is uh, for a stout defense, perhaps a score from them, and more importantly, no free. First downs, no stupid penalties like we've seen all year long. What do you think? That's a that's a great point, Rick. Thanks very much, sir. Appreciate the call. Okay, to beat Buffalo, like legitimately, let's get like first. Give me your just just numbers, just numbers. Percentage chance the Patriots win Sunday. Five, five percent chance. So you're doing like the Cynthia Friedland on NFL.com. Stats are for losers. 538 machine. Thank you, coach. You're giving them a five. I was going to give them a 20% chance. Nope. 10%. You, five. You could, I asked you, you, okay, you, you gave could, me the answer. You could, you, could, you could maybe talk me up to, to 10, but uh, yeah, my, my first gut What's is it going like, to take for me to get you into this 10%? What if the Chiefs lost and they already locked up the number one seed? Assuming that sure. Buffalo wins tonight against Cincinnati. Uh, yeah, because, assuming yeah, Buffalo assume, wins because yeah, they have right. the tiebreaker over the Chiefs right. on Saturday. Mm-hmm. For some reason, the Raiders uh, beat the Chiefs, and that would lock up number one for Buffalo. Ooh, getting litty for Stiddy. So, do we know? Do we know when uh, those games are taking place? Do we know if KC is going to be playing before? That'll yes, be four thirty on Saturday. KC is four thirty, hosting the the Raiders. You're contractually obligated to say it that way. Uh, yeah. Four thirty on Saturday. Raiders, Raiders at yeah. Chiefs, and, and then eight o'clock. And we Saturday don't, night we don't know game. about the Patriots just yet. No, we know they'll be on Sunday because the two Saturday games are already. Scheduled. Right. I wouldn't yeah, be yeah, surprised, yeah, okay. guys, yeah, if okay, at the okay, tail yeah, end yeah. Mm-hmm. for anyone who yeah. makes it to the yeah. end of tonight's game, yeah. and I plan on it because I imagine it's going to be a spectacular game. Oh, yeah, it's gonna last be awesome. time a very good team made their way up to Buffalo just a few weeks ago. That Saturday night, December seventeenth, I think we were dare I say maybe treated to top five game of the year with Miami at Buffalo. That was an awesome game. So I wouldn't be surprised if tonight's yeah, great. No, that's fair. Uh, either at the end of the broadcast with Buck and Aikman or maybe on the Monday night uh, Sports Center with Van Pelt, I could see maybe the NFL then unfurling and revealing the entirety of the Week 18 schedule. Like, I'm sure they've got everything already oh, done yeah. and ready to go. Absolutely. It's just when are they going to reveal it? They're going to probably try to get you to watch all the way to the end of right. Ben's Gals at Bill's. Then... Maybe on uh, SVP's Sports Center, you'll probably get the reveal. Dig that, and you know what? Yes. So if if the Kansas City Chiefs were to lose against the Raiders, and and the Bills did not have to play for the number one seed, then I could absolutely see a scenario in which the starters do not play or only play part of that game, and then the Patriots have an opportunity to to pick up some slack against some some B teamers. So so yeah, in that case, if if Kansas City doesn't win. Then mm-hmm. I put their chances at probably like over over fifty percent because I feel like at that point. Oh, wow. I I keep it the same both ways. See, I no because because I think that at that point you are not going to see 
the full might of the Buffalo Bills against the Chiefs. I think you will get some guys resting in that mm, case. Because but, they're going to have a bye week, too. So, you're so, gonna so give maybe a you don't want to play weeks, them yeah. the whole time. But they, got, they, like, they get rusty. Like I think Buffalo, yeah. to me, Buffalo reeks of staying tuned up and in gear, getting ready for playoffs to defend their turf, and above all, wanting desperately to kick Bill Belichick's ass once again, or at least to try to, and nothing would send them into the postseason and the bye week that they would need to rest up and heal up happier or on a higher note than bumping the Patriots once again. Like, they owe them. They'll owe them forever. Like, if the Patriots dominated the Bills for 20 years and the Bills can dominate the Patriots for 100, they would take it. I think it's possible. They're they're football guys up there. They play in seven feet of snow. Yeah, no, I I definitely think that's possible. I'm, I'm I'm going out on the limb. Like, I'm, I'm over here trying to calculate, you know, how, how they're going to do it. Because, I mean, look, Josh Allen is still really, really good. But he clearly hasn't looked like quite the same guy since that elbow issue. Like, I think he's probably it's probably still bothering him a little bit. Maybe not as much pick, as it was back then. It was a 35-13 win last week on the road in Chicago. Uh, well, they they suck. Yeah, and, the and Bears he, stink. And he was also... He still threw two picks, yeah, right? Yeah, he, he had some ugly balls in that game. He, was, he wasn't necessarily looking like... You mean throws? Yeah. 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 There gotcha. you go. Yeah. Okay. Pause. Um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> he w- he was not looking like regular old Josh Allen. No, like, I mean you, you can't if you're throwing two picks against the Bears, like you're having a rough day because that defense is le- legitimately one of the worst in the NFL. Uh, I can think of another team that lost to the Bears that threw a couple of picks. That yeah, well, um, that was pretty, night, uh, it was pretty bad, wasn't it? It sure it was. was. I I got to give the Patriots more than I'd give them a twenty. I mean, I still say eighty twenty. I give the Patriots. I give. 10% of it based on undue Foxborough faith, like I said before, and I give 10% of it to the defense somehow finding a way, hoping that you do get Jonathan Jones can play. on. The, I know yesterday post game he said that he'd be good to go next week, like he'd be out there even though he was down on the turf with less than two minutes to go. Uh, it was a, a chest yeah. injury, I believe, that had him yeah, yeah, he's, questionable he's been, for the yeah, game. Yeah, okay. yeah. So if you can have Jonathan Jones and maybe Jalen Mills in this groin injury that is basically kept him out of action for a month and you get Marcus Jones back I'd give them a chance to I'm not saying like you know only have Buffalo score 13 or 17 but I'd give them with the the safety play a chance to grind it down that maybe you can get one more pick six I can't believe we're hoping for things like this and maybe just maybe the offense can put up 13 to 17 points here's how I'll say this I don't actually think it matters much which cornerbacks are available. None of them can guard the Bills, and the Bills showed that when they played up in Foxborough. They can't, they can't hold that team. Here's what I will say, though. Kyle Duggar almost had another huge interception against the Bills. I, oh, my God, I remember watching it in real time, seeing him drop into coverage, and, and I just had a feeling Allen was going to go that way because I think they got him on the coverage where they thought they were going to bring pressure, and they didn't. And he was like, oh, crud, like zone coverage. Mm-hmm. And he looks the way of Stefan Diggs on the right side, and Duggar drops right over there, and it's like he's going to throw it. He's going to throw it. He threw it. Duggar got his hands on it, but Jack Jones ran into him, and he couldn't secure the catch. And it's like that could have been another huge play. I feel like they'll have opportunities. They just got to take advantage of them. But the other thing that we haven't talked about that really has to happen, which has not been happening in recent weeks, is that, my goodness, this team needs to figure out how to run the football again. Yeah, it's and not even self-inflicted. It's not like clean up aisle special teams or the self-inflicted wounds or, 
you know, Pilardi's punts not coming through. Oh, or, God, Pilardi's uh, bad. God, boy, oh. Jake Bailey. What? Ha- where is Jake Bailey? Where for art thou, Jake Bailey? I mean, I know he goes on injured reserve, and the, the 21-day activation window began two weeks ago. So I think, I think they've got until... Buffalo. They've got, I mean, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, got the, until Buffalo. Yeah, yeah, you, oh, Jake Bailey's active. That's what I was going to say. It's like <laughs> I, think, I think you've gotten to the, to the end of the week because you can't do it. Once the playoffs well, you'll start. need every last little something because obviously Bailey's got a much stronger leg, and if you need to flip the field, Pilardi's not flipping the field for you unless he catches one on a wind-addled roll. And if you want to see more touchbacks on kickoffs, you probably also want to see Jake Bailey. Though, hey, Nick Volk had one. Hey, yeah, good job. Are we going to bring if if Jake Bailey's not ready to go? Do we bring Tristan Vizcaino back for a kickoff specialist? He wasn't doing it either. No, he wasn't. Yeah, so I don't I don't see that. I don't see that being a, a, a move that's really going to help you either. But I think with, with the run game, yeah. it look, first of all, that's how you won in Buffalo last year during the Snow Bowl game. Well, largely but, due to a 64-yard early scamper from Damian Harris. Yeah. And now that he's back, actually, that not saying that that's there's on a, the table. There's a little bit more juice in, in those legs. Need some right? ang- we need some angry runs from Damian Harris. Yeah. And, and so I think that it serves two purposes. Number one, it makes sure that you're not putting it all on Mac Jones and this passing offense, which just quite frankly isn't very – it's just not good. It's not a good passing offense. It's going to have its inconsistent moments. Mac Jones didn't look particularly good against Buffalo, though, again, it's not like I thought he was abysmally horrible, like, oh, my God, worst game he's ever played or anything like that. It's just the game plan was, wasn't very good. The execution wasn't very good all around. So, look, man, if you're able to run the football, then it doesn't become, Mac, you got to carry this entire thing on your back when – Number one, I don't think that this offense can be can be carried by just Mac Jones. It can be carried by any one guy. Ramondre Stevenson's been trying to do it all year, and it still doesn't look right. So I don't think Mac Jones can just magically Superman this offense. I don't think he. I don't know if he's got that in his game at all. He definitely doesn't have it in his second year. We haven't seen it to date since he took yeah. over as quarterback last year. Yeah, so we shouldn't expect that. They need to be able to run the football, and if they can run the football, then that means you're not you're probably not going to get 40 points thrown on you because they won't have the ball as much. And that was part of the thing against the Bills. They, I mean, the Bills controlled the clock. They didn't necessarily go hard on you through the air. They can do it. And mm-hmm. they, I mean, they did it in the second quarter. They were, they were piecing you up all over the place. But they were the ones who controlled the clock. They beat you up. Can we get another old-school Patriots game in which they are the ones taking it to the Bills? Where they drag you down. The Patriots, to win next Sunday, would have to drag the Bills down to the Bills level, involving a power running game, an efficient passing game. We're talking throwback game. A splash of last year's rugby-style win in Buffalo mixed with old-fashioned early days Belichick wins, a defensive masterpiece, effective management of the clock, as well as your run game and a few clutch throws from Mac and then just causing an error or two from Buffalo, which they really haven't been able to do. Last year, I, I hearken back to the first game, day after Christmas, December 26, 2021. They lose 33-21 at home. Buffalo doesn't punt in that game as well, the first of two in a row. And there was that play as the Patriots were trying to get back in the game in the second half. And like you were talking about the Duggar pick that almost happened earlier in the season that Jack Jones botched up, there was that J.C. Jackson drop. Uh-huh. He was right there, and if he catches it, he go. He streaks into the end zone, and in a game Buffalo had been dominating, the Patriots would have been able to actually take the lead late in the third quarter. Like, 
when you get when Josh gives you one, when Josh throws you the one or two, he's gonna do it. That he's gonna throw. It's going to happen one way or another. There will be one or two that you have to grab. Dmac can't drop it. Kyle Duggar needs to not have someone run into the run into him to like it. Has you have to take advantage of those little moments because the margin for error with the Patriots is, is smaller than however thin. small you think Kyrie and I are showing you right now. I mean, it is it is the the eye of a needle. If we're gonna go ahead and use like a biblical example. They they cannot afford to give any more ground to a team that is already vastly superior to them. And and once again, they have typically been the team that the margin for error is really thin, but if they if you offer them a chance, they will take it. The only exception to that being the Raiders game in which sure they 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 took the proffered bait and then they spit it right back out and let the Raiders go ahead and and, and finish it off. What to you, though, you were saying during the break, you were talking about, uh, you were telling me off air about Tom Brady's sack percentages during uh, yes. his days in New England and how this affects Mac Jones. And I think this ties in largely to why the Patriots run game and at times the Patriots passing game hasn't been able to kick into gear. We'll bandy those numbers about Kyrie. will tell you about a little bit of the research he did on the offensive line and why that could be affecting the team. Plus, we'll take a look around the rest of Week 17, other teams' playoff chances, and look who just snatched up his 19th division title. Pretty good, that guy down there. Pretty, pretty, pretty good down in Tampa. 617-779-7937 is the telephone number. It's Fitzy and Kyrie here on a Patriots Monday on WEEI. Panthers drop. Brady going deep. Evans again. He's got it. Number three. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are division winners going to the playoffs. Tom Brady wrapping up his 19th division title. The big win yesterday in Tampa Bay against the... Carolina Panthers and old Sammy Squarejaw himself, Sam Darnold. Good effort, good job, good effort by the Panthers yesterday, but Brady gets his 19th division title. A very up-and-down, wonky season for Brady. The Buccaneers take it at 8-8. Eight and eight. In other divisions, a record of 8-8 eight and eight for your New England Patriots would be good enough to call yourself division champs, make the playoffs, and actually host a playoff game, whereas the <laughs> New England Patriots are now competing for the seventh seed overall at 8-8 eight eight heading to the playoffs next Sunday against Buffalo. Uh, but we were, as impressive as that is for Brady and as awesome as his stats were yesterday, and by the way, can we get a safety? Like, where was Carolina with a safety on Mike Evans? The guy was wide open all day long, especially, like, streaking down the sidelines. No overtop help? I I just wonder if people have been looking at the at the Buccaneers and been like, man, Tom Brady hasn't looked like this. This offense hasn't been as explosive as it has been, you know, these right wide receivers haven't been it. Like we're just going to go ahead and challenge them because you think about the Panthers; they beat up on the on the Bucks earlier in this year. It was it was not close. I think they probably thought they were going to they were just going to handle them, mm-hmm. and uh, that didn't happen. Obviously, nope. and and I and again, it was never about like oh Tom Brady's diminished; he can't throw the ball down the field. Like he's 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 washed. It was never really about that to me. He's shown that he can throw the ball down the field, and this time it just happened to work out basically every time he did it. Unbelievable. Just like the the connection that had been missing for so long. I didn't realize it had been since week four since Mike Evans had caught a touchdown. 
I mean, he he has not been himself for whatever for whatever reason. And I think so. I mean, he had he had like one just stone cold drop that I think we all remember, where it's just streaking down the middle of the field. Tom Brady hits him perfectly in the hands, drop, and then really the rest of the receiving core just. I don't know. We, we thought that this was just going to be a, a ready-made Super Bowl contending team the entirety of the time that Brady was here, and whether it's injuries on the offensive line or I, I don't know, what have you, but it just has not looked like a smooth operation. It's almost like injuries along the offensive line contribute to an inability what? to connect from quarterback to wide receiver and drive forward an efficient point-scoring offense. Oh my and goodness. how that has affected the 2022 New England Patriots is what we're talking about on the break and promised, and we are all about paying off teases here on WEEI with Fitzy and Kyrie. So the Patriots have endured, or at least for Mac Jones this year, you know, they make the shakeup, they trade Shaq Jones. Excuse me, Shaq Jones. Shaq Mason. Shaq Shaq Jones. No, Jack Jones is on injured reserve. Shaq Jones is the combination of the two. Uh, Shaq Mason gets sent down to Tampa, and there have been issues aplenty. Obviously, Isaiah Wynn out of the fold. Now you're playing guys like Connor McDermott and hoping for the health yep. of Yanni Kajus. Like, it's it's a mess. It ain't right. And obviously, they're going to need to address this in a big old way come offseason. But the sack rate has been up this year. And you were talking earlier about how the Patriots haven't been able to run. Like, they've been a bad running team yeah. the last two months. What's up with the O-line? And how do you think this sack percentage you were talking about is affecting Mac Jones? So let, 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 let's go ahead and, and take it back here for a second. So I, I, one of the callers gave me this idea that, you know, Mac Jones getting sacked all the time and, and I mean, the offensive line's, you know, terrible or whatever. I was just curious about this. Mm-hmm. So I went ahead and looked it up. So Mac Jones has been sacked 33 times this year with a sack percentage of 7.6. So that means seven. About almost eight percent of the time that Mac Jones drops back, to one pass, out of every thirteen dropbacks ends in a sack. He's for getting Mac sacked. Jones. Tom Brady, in his entire entire time in New England, let's just go ahead and look at that. He was sacked more than thirty three times, just four times. Four times. Four four times throughout his entire twenty year career in Foxborough. Okay, and the only time that he was ever sacked more. Then Mac Jones has been more often than Mac Jones has been sacked in terms of percentage was his very first year in the NFL, or rather his very first year as a full time starter, I should say, in twenty in in, uh, in two thousand one. Mm-hmm. That first year when he took over for Drew Bledsoe, won the Super Bowl and everything, he got sacked forty one times that year for a Yikes. sack for a sack percentage of nine percent, and that was him taking over. And basically having a 13-game starting season. So Brady was getting sacked at least three times a game. you got to imagine, but that was a pretty rock-solid offensive line they had in 2001. So you have to imagine with Compton, Light, Andrewsy. You have to imagine a he was lot of that. Holding, yeah. He was just holding the ball too long. Yeah, he's, he's he holding the He hadn't developed the, the famous Tom Brady darts, Tom Brady two seconds or less offense. Yes, and, and if you look at that for perspective, the next time he got sacked, the, the next and only time he'd ever been sacked 40 times or more, it took until 2013 for that to happen. So there's a 12-year gap in between wow. the next time he had a 40-sack season and then that sack percentage was 6%. So, I mean, look, I think that in terms of the the specifics of what's going on with Mac Jones, I think we've seen it a couple of times this year where, <coughs> sorry, there's a, play, there's a play unfolding and he's looking down the field and he's like, nobody's open. 
And a lot of long roots. These trees, the branches on this tree getting pretty long. I could use a guy it, over the middle. It'll be third and four. And he's like, there are like four guys 15 yards down the field. Nobody's open. Or Hunter Henry and Johnu Smith are running into each other. Oh. And the check down is at the sideline. And there's a linebacker going out there. I've seen that so many times. People are like, why doesn't he just throw the check down to Ramondre and let him break a tackle? Because as soon as he turns his shoulders to throw that football and puts it out in the flat, it is getting picked off and taken back for an unobstructed touchdown. That's what's going to happen if he throws that ball. These are poorly designed plays. Or you have a situation where he's going to throw a screen pass and nobody's looking. Oh, what am I going to do with this? So not not all of it is on the offensive line. There are some plays where, look, the first read is open. Or the second read, he needs to kind of get from one read to the next a little bit more quickly and and just get the ball out of your hands. But again, I feel like we are asking a second-year quarterback to have to play perfect football. To basically be like, you have to be so textbook that, oh, I, I can see the space out in front of me perfectly. And, and I know that this is going to be open three seconds in advance. I'm going to go ahead and let it go for sure. It's like... That's a lot to ask of a second-year quarterback, especially a second-year quarterback who has not been able to fully trust his wide receivers to execute properly, has not been able to fully trust his offensive line, especially whoever in God's name is playing right tackle these days. So it's a lot to expect Mac Jones to just do every single thing right and buy the book, which is why it annoys me sometimes when people are like, he's not going through his progressions fast enough. He's not doing this right. He's not doing this right. It's like, he's terrible. He sucks. And I'm just like, there, there are so many other worse problems with the New England Patriots offense than Mac Jones. And yet, we still there were still some, we want zuppies in the crowd out there. I didn't hear any yesterday. I did. I did. I you, did. Again? I did. It, I did it was, hear it was, a it was like one pocket. Okay, it, was one, it wasn't as deafening as it was against Chicago. It no. wasn't as pronounced as it was a few weeks ago. I did hear a smattering of boos as they left mm-hmm. the field at half, seven up against Miami, probably because the offense was just putrid during the second quarter and had stalled out so poorly. But to me, Kyrie, all these points about the sack percentage, the inefficiency of the running game, Mac Jones with the the the, bat, the play calling, the questionable play calling, the roots that are taking too long to develop, the easy to decipher quick game and more. This all leads to the grand point that I've been making that Mac Jones's second year is a wash. Like, you just have to you just have to roll with it and make the best of what you got right now because there's no the identity of this 2022 Patriots offense is poor play calling. The identity of this 2022 Patriots offense is that they don't have an identity. It's not the quick game, it's not the 50-50 balls, it's not power running like last year's identity was. It was a power running game mixed with an efficient rookie quarterback. Now, they have no identity. Their identity is that they can't score the ball. And Mac has regressed to a point where any progress he makes up to now and maybe next week and into the playoffs, hopefully just stems the tide of some of the toxicity and some of the yes. regression that he's endured recently. And next year, to me, it's a redshirt season. In a lot of ways, he's almost going to have to start all over again. New offensive coordinator, rebuilt offensive line, and fingers crossed like Andy Hart has opined for time and again here and on the Six Rings podcast, a true elite please, please number one wide receiver. Please. Please God. Please and, God. And, and and to that running to the to running the football point, just real quick before we before we hop up out of here, last year the New England Patriots were twelfth in the league in yards per attempt, with I want to say four point four yards per attempt, and second in rushing touchdowns. This year they are twenty second in both of those categories, rushing touchdowns 
and yards per attempt. Bad, bad, bad. Can't have it, can't do it. But here we are. Six one seven 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 nine seven nine three seven is the telephone number. When we come back, Patriots special team ace extraordinaire Matthew Slater joins the Fitzy and Kyrie show here on WEEI on a Patriots Monday. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 